thrills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Well, we're back here on Bills and Beers after a pleasant three-week hiatus. Uh, we're back now here with the crew. I'm Lars. Joining me tonight, uh, as always, Billy the Kid Nichols has made an appearance. What's cracking, guys? Happy, happy, happy days. Oh, we're all so happy, happy, happy here in Bill's land. None, of course, happier than the lovely Miss Cassie Ozark. Hi. So, we said the last time we did a show, which was before the first Jets game, that the next four games would be pivotal to the rest of our season. That we'd probably have a pretty good idea of who our team was after the month of November. Well, November is over. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> and right. we finished the month 0-4. But that's okay. We're back. Uh, we can just go ahead and ignore the Dolphins, Cowboys, and first Jets game. The last game, uh, last week's game, not quite so bad. The Jets gave us every every angle to win that game and certainly had no interest in winning it themselves. Uh, but uh, when push came to shove, we just simply could not get it done. You can find us at BillsAndBeers.com. That'll take you right to our Facebook page. That's the easiest way to be in touch with us. You can also find us on Twitter. Just search Bills and Beers. And you're welcome to send us an email. But like we've said before, BillsAndBeers at gmail.com is just a way for us to set up a Twitter and Facebook account. You can also find us on iTunes. And we encourage you to rate and write a comment about the show so we can bury those boring and unintelligible bastards over the Buffalo Bills review. So, without further ado, I think we'll go ahead and get right in to all the hap, hap, happiness going on in Bills Nation. Holiday season is just around the corner, and our playoff hopes are still very much alive. Yippee-ki-yay-yay. Playoff hopes are very much alive. They're not dead, Cassie. I mean, mathematically, we haven't been eliminated. Dead. They're, they're not dead. They're like zombies. They are the undead. Our playoff chances are the undead at this point. They are still very much walking. They have limited motor and and uh, verbal skills, much like zombies. Uh, but they are not dead. They're they like so, a comatose patient that you know is never going to wake up, but is but on they life can supply. hear you. They can hear you, Cassie. <laughs> You're gonna be the one that's like, let's pull the fucking plug. Out. Let's pull the plug. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I basically pulled and this, it. Yeah. This is costing me and my family how much a day? Yeah. Which is basically I, I love seeing online right now about uh, from Bills fans is that people have just now begun to crack the numbers on it. Like, they've, they've come to such an existential crisis in terms of their relationship with the Buffalo Bills that now they're just trying to make dollars and cents of it. It's like, should I keep this heartbreaking entity in my life? Well, let's see. How is it affecting my bottom line? Because at this point, you can't possibly justify it anyway else. Uh, and quite frankly, uh, I think some people are going to say, it's, this is costing me money? No, thank you. It's costing me my life, though, which is, I think, more important. Like, you can't handle another loss. Well, we can't handle another injury. And, Bill, all credit be to you. You said we would have a competitive team at the beginning of this year. Mm -hmm. And I agreed. You looked at our roster at the beginning of the year, and you said, you know, these guys look like they can match up with just about anybody. And we did. We we definitely did. did. We beat the Patriots. We beat the Patriots for the first time in eight years. 
but we did not have the depth to make up for any kind of injuries, okay? We lost the uh, NFL's third-leading rusher. He's gone. Uh, we've got, we thought we had more than enough receivers. We traded one away. One of them has a heart malady. Roscoe Parrish, Lord knows what's wrong with him. And didn't we just put another guy on the shelf just recently? Troop. I, uh, well, yeah. Uh, Troop, McGee, uh, Kyle Williams. You know, if you'd have told us at the beginning of the season, oh, by the way, Kyle Williams is going to be placed on IR, we would have said, well, then just wave the white flag right yeah. there. He's the heart and soul of our defense. Yeah. I mean, Spencer Johnson playing outside linebacker. Is a please. joke. I thought Kelsey last year was a huge issue. But I feel bad for Nick Barnett, who he had to cheat so much against the Jets over towards Spencer Johnson's side because he kept on getting burned. Every single time. Well, my question is, for some reason, the media, when you know, when they do like the graphics at the beginning of the game, they still present our starters. And I don't know if this is just the way that they're handed our roster, or if you know, like the Bills has have to present a media form as if we're running three down linemen and four standing linebackers, like a traditional three-four. We never run that defensive formation. So I agree with you, yes, that Spencer Johnson, but he, the guy's never playing without his hand on the ground. I mean, we always have four down linemen. Either way, he, you know, the guy couldn't outrun a 90-year-old woman in a wheelchair. He, he's, he's, he's completely ineffective. I mean, how, many, how many teams does Spencer Johnson play? Like, how many other teams would he actually get playing time on? He, the thing is, he's serviceable, but he's not a starter. And if his... If his role in our defense is to close off the edge by beating the runner to the sideline and Never. forcing him back to the middle, it's not going to happen. Never. Right. Ever. So, boy. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, just because I, I, I feel like we have to address it, but the, the Stevie Johnson thing, and I, I, I didn't read any, any articles. So it's just like, okay, I know exactly what these articles are going to say, right? It's just going to be everyone complaining about – you know what happened? And Are you talking just, about the drop or yeah, the celebration? The, the, or? Whole, the whole thing. The whole thing. I mean, you know how you know how both both sides almost like both sides of the argument. You know sort of what you're going to read, and so I just didn't. I just blocked it out. Right? I was like, fuck it. I don't so want, what do you I want, want to know? Deal with it. I want to know what you guys think. I, I want think to know that Shane Gillies had it up to his eyeballs with Stevie Johnson. I want Johnson. to know what you think. I want to. Know I've had you, it up to you, my eyeballs you with dis- Stevie Do Johnson. you disapprove of uh, his actions? I do when he can't catch the ball in clutch situations. You can act like an idiot and run up and down the sidelines and have all the props for all the touchdowns and, and do all the dances and gimmicks and all the things you want to do if you put up. And great, you were able to beat Darrell Rivas for most of that game and get eight-yard grabs and keep the, and, and honestly keep the ball moving and keep us in games. He's still a very good wide receiver. But there's too much. He gets the dropsies. In clutch situations, too much, and it's because he's up in his head. And, and you take a look, take a holistic view of this. It's because he's up in his head about everything. He's a prankster. He's got a smart mouth. You know, he's not focused. He's not mature. And a guy who's not focused and he's not mature, he drops the ball in the middle of the field when you're trying to win the game with hardly any time left on the clock, and he drops it in the end zone for the win against the Steelers the same weekend the year before. So I love I love his personality. I love all that stuff, but I don't like that it, it just... It's a pattern of immature, unfocused behavior. And I think Chan feels that way, too. 
You remember when he dressed up as Chan for Halloween this year? Yeah, yeah. And when asked about it, Chan didn't seem in the slightest bit amused. Because I don't think he's... I think he sees the same thing we do, which is, grow up. You haven't done anything yet. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm in complete agreement with you. I, I think if he catches that ball, runs for a touchdown, or you know, gets his first and goal, the entire... The, the, the stories that are, you know so popular right now and that everybody's writing wouldn't exist. What's his name? Um, the NBC guy, the guy who does Sunday Night Football. He wouldn't have, have closed halftime by bringing up the whole Stevie Johnson thing. I don't know if you guys watched the game, but he went on a, a tirade about how players need to stop the antics, stop, you know, dancing, stop the tirade and just score a touchdown, give the ball back. Like, you know, and he, he went on and went on and went on and, and used TV Johnson as the prime example because he dropped that ball. Right. So if you're going to do something like that, just back it up. Fine, we got a 15-yard penalty, and yes, that, that became a huge issue because our kicker muffed it completely. And then they scored a touchdown right before halftime. But he By had way, the but chance. But that kicker made an awesome, Rainer, <laughs> made that awesome save on that run back. Like, he dove, he dove and, you know. Yeah, he's also, he's also made a 56 yeah. and a 53 That's yarder. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But he's also so, biffed one, but... Yeah. But when he had, when, when Stevie had the chance to actually be that player that can do celebration dances like that, he wasn't. So it's kind of like, Stevie, sit down, take your place, and when you can, you know, make those plays, then go ahead and celebrate. But until then, you gotta put in your dues. You gotta actually, like, get there. Yeah. And it's in a been, game that important, too, <sighs> you shouldn't, like, that shouldn't even be on your mind. Like they needed to win that game. Yeah. Yeah. What I, you know, what I would be interested in hearing is, and we will, I don't think we'll ever get the information, but you know, what do the does he share that? Obviously, it's a very premeditated thing, right? Does he share that with a lot of the other players, in which they would be able to have feedback, and you would think egg him on, I guess, in that way, or is it just something that he keeps to himself, or maybe tells one of his receiver buddies or something? Yo, hey, guess what I'm gonna do. Um, and that would be the only way that I would, I would justify it would be, you know, listen, like it's, if all the, if it's like a team thing, you know what I mean? Like being like, oh, ha ha, yeah, it's going to be like hilarious. Oh, you should totally do it. See, that's just the thing. If you're going to get a 15 yard penalty, you might as well as a team choreograph something and actually go do it because the whole team's going to take the penalty anyways. True. So if I'm the head coach, I I would even instruct my players, hey, if you want to celebrate, uh, you, you're welcome to take as much time after practice as you like, <laughs> choreograph something elaborate. Uh, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll fine you personally if it's not entertaining, but since we are going to take the 15-yard penalty, might as well take it as a team. Yeah. And I give mean, the audience a real show. He's losing a lot more money than that $10,000 or whatever. It's, you know, losing money in contract value. Absolutely. There's also that aspect of it. So uh, there's not much to say about, and, and then again, you, you know, part of his celebration was uh, making fun of Burris for shooting himself in the leg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and who, who comes I back like, and shoots us? Which? Yeah. Okay. So and then the second part, obviously, San Antonio Holmes, the, the the jet thing or whatever. Did you guys think at all about uh, how that was done in New York City in September 11th? Well, yeah, but then the idiot came out and said that. Oh, it was. Uh, there was a jet player who came out and said uh, it was insensitive to 9/11. Oh. Uh, 
And it's like, oh, come on, buddy. Give me a break, yeah. Give me a break. Then you guys should have changed your name from the New York Jets to something else on November 12, 2001. True. Because we can't mention airplanes in it New York. Bomb, 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like, come on, man. Come on. All right, that was a nice little bit of aggression. Let's move on from here, because we do have a game this weekend, you know, we do. against yeah. the Tennessee Titans. Are we going to show up? Is our record going to show up in the bottom right-hand corner of that? Still you know, in the hunt. Still in the hunt. So I don't know squat about the Titans. Um... I know that Chris Johnson is is due for his breakout performance. He of the did year. a pretty good game last weekend. I think we're gonna win. It's back in Buffalo too. It's, I mean, yeah, it's we're gonna win probably three games in a row. Put us put us at eight and six. <laughs> yeah, getting ready to. We're gonna be we're we're gonna be following all the rest of like the you know potential wild and card you know teams. Who we, you know and we have <laughs> left. At eight and six, yeah, Tim we got Tebow, Tim Tebow, Tebow. Broncos, <laughs> and then we go to Foxborough. Eight and eight, here we come. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with uh, so the next three games are the Titans and then uh, the Miami. Chargers in Miami. Yeah. Sorry, Miami though. What the hell? Did you guys watch the Thanksgiving game? The they, the the, uh, the oh yeah the Dolphins Cowboys yeah the Dolphins Cowboys game. game they looked ridiculous they they both looked good and it was like yeah. well these are the teams we displayed the last two weeks right. and uh, this could very well be a Super Bowl caliber game the way they're both playing right now well the Cowboys need to thank us because their season was tanking we stroll in to Dallas right all With of a sudden with our tails still oh, tucked between our legs from the shellacking we took in New- by New York by in New Buffalo York. the week yeah. before. We go into Dallas, and, I mean, that game wasn't even, I mean, from the first set of plays, it wasn't even a game. Like, I, I was there. I was, you know, end of the first quarter, I'm like, what? Did this game start? What? Whoa, what just happened? So, uh... Donald Jones. Jesus, don't get me started. But, uh, He's that game completely dork. turned around the Cowboys' season. Because they were, like... Giants were leading the what NFC East, and now if you look at it, Cowboys are gonna look like they're gonna run away with the division. Yeah, that that whole division is just crazy up 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 and down and all over the place. Well, let's let's um let's switch back to the Bills here. I think we're gonna beat the Titans. Um, I, I and that's a completely uninformed opinion, other than that we looked pretty sharp last week. Uh, and with all the guys, all the rookies we had starting on defense yeah. from Searcy to Aaron Williams, Shepard, and Darius, we had one guy at every level yeah. of our defense, and they all did darn good. Like they all made a rookie mistake here and there, yeah. which you would expect. And yeah, they did some big time, like batting down balls and stuff. Well, like the diving Kyle Rogers plays. did. Yeah. yeah, he came in. I'll tell you though, Justin, Aaron Williams, Justin, Justin Rogers. What did I say, Kyle? Mm-hmm. I think Kyle was a big fat uh, ROTC kid that I went to high school with. Oh. Uh, Shout out to Kyle. <laughs> uh, Aaron, Aaron Williams though, very controversial pick for the Bills. Our friend Ludi went to Texas. Said we were fortunate to get him. That he was a solid player. And so far, I've I have no complaints about him. He seems to have exceptionally better ball skills. Than Leotis McKelvin, he seems to be better in coverage More than Drayton athletic. Florence. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's it's a bummer that we lost Terrence McGee, but I think we were right to have drafted him, and he, I think he's going to be a good player for us if he can stay healthy. Yeah, 
I think uh, if the Titans even tried to throw the ball, they would be stupid. I think that was the, the Jets' biggest downfall. They, they put Sanchez back, and, you know, he threw for, like, three straight downs in a row. It's like, why are you doing that? I think our biggest issue is going to be run defense. Um, can we, by the way, officially give up on C.J. Spiller? No. Okay. It's not looking good. Um He's, it's taking uh, you a while. It's taking you a while to come around here. Well, it's been hard to say for certain because he was again running behind the NFL's third leading rusher and the guy who was leading all players in yards from the line of it, scrimmage. Apparently, he was involved in sixty percent of our plays from scrimmage. Yeah, Fred Jackson. Yeah, like yeah, that's insane. We lost sixty percent of what we do in a, in a game. I've been saying this about CJ, and I stand by it. He still manages to work Clemson into interviews. And that kid needs to get over Clemson. Yes. Clemson is over. You play in the NFL now. You were very good in college. You're not in college. Mm -hmm. You're not the toast of the town anymore. And I know that's hard for you to grasp. But the first step to fixing that problem is getting over Clemson. Yeah, he needs a psychologist. And do you guys think, I mean, the game on Sunday... Do you think he felt that there was so much pressure for him to have a breakout game that he just was? I don't think he thinks. I don't. Th- I don't think the guy is not bright. I think he's bright. I think he overthinks. I don't think he's instinctual. Yeah. It, you know, he doesn't seem to have that vision that um, you know. He doesn't seem to look for a hole and go for it. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's like I mean, well. <sighs> How long are you gonna wait for him to like do that stuff? I feel like you get all these running backs, all but the leagues you've never good. heard of, and they just you know they're the ones who are making these crazy cuts and they're hitting holes and they're doing all this stuff for these you know random teams. I don't know. I don't know. You see the highlight reels, and yeah, you're right. We haven't had a running back like that in Buffalo in a long time. Freddie, with the exception of his 80 yard carry against the Giants, wasn't even that back. You know, he would just be he would just consistently so, go. The, the one thing that, that our fellow Bills and Beers member, Jeff, um, who's not with us, said during the game, and I think this is something to look for, CJ starts a yard or two beyond where the, you know Freddie lines up. If you look at that in, in scrimmage, you know, when we're handing the ball off for him, he is y- a yard or two further back. So it's, he's just starting so far back that when the handoff is happening, it's even further back than it is with Freddie. I, I don't know. Take a look at it in the game this Sunday because Jeff kept on calling it out. Like, look how far back he is. And we're sitting there like, yeah. And so, I mean, when he's taking the handoff, I mean, Fitzy's having to turn around more rather than just handing it off to the side. And I don't know if that's an issue, but... Uh, it could be. I mean, maybe him and Fitz just haven't had the flow. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about football and the relationship between the running back and the quarterback and the timing and the rhythm they have to develop. I mean, I'm sure that's a factor. I'm sure it's got to play in, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, it's something to take a look because we felt like that was kind of maybe an issue on the timing also because, you know, maybe he's just missing that hole because he's Just out of sync with up. the rest of the game. Yeah. And that's just it. He looks out of sync. But remember, he had that one game where we I, we, we all just kept mistaking him for Freddie. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, holy cow, that's a, that's a, that's a really good sign. He didn't look like Freddie on Sunday, although Fred struggled against the Jets too, so maybe that could just be a personnel issue up front. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, I'm predicting win against the Titans. 
Uh, I, I'm, st I'm sticking to that. Who's the starting quarterback for the Titans right now? McCoy? No. Oh Hasselbeck. No, he's not. He's oh, not, he, he, is he, was, he back? He was dinged up. I, I think he's back. He's back. I don't know. So sad. I don't know anything about home this game. game. Crowd's gonna be loud. They just played. Uh, <laughs> they just came off. Crowd. Just came off a hard. I don't know if they won or lost, but it was a hard game with uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, they won. They won. So yeah, they just came off, but it was really close. If they played Tampa Bay, because Tampa's lost four in a row too. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, I'll be at the station. You'll be at the station. Uh, find us online, billsandpeers.com. Chat with us. We're back. Uh, we'll try to keep this thing going. We'll probably also hit a blip around the holidays because we're all going to be going our separate ways, but uh, we'll see what happens. Let's get back to 500, folks. Go Bills. Go Bills. It'd be really nice to record one of these episodes in January. The Bills make me wanna shout!